and welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug, and these are my ca- God damn it, I can't believe I just fucked up the intro. Uh, you know what you're listening to. Moving on. This one is going to be gloriously all over the place based on the list you cannot see. So let's just jump in. Feet first, never head first. Could be a shallow pond. It's not. Um, fire doing, real short one. I have completed, as of today, two more in one day uh, illustrations for Fear Agents, and I have completed the variant covers. I had one more to do, so there'll be two total for October. So that's off the list for a while. I don't think I'm going to do another variant cover until probably Christmas, um, or at least for Christmas. Maybe I'll do a couple for uh, December. Uh, 16 Candles would be a funny one to do for my birthday, and then I'll probably do a Christmas one. So, yeah. Maybe that. I don't want to end up doing, like, ones on holidays where it's, like, all of those dumb Gary Marshall movies where it's, like, Valentine's Day and New Year's Eve and Mother's Day and uh, whatever else he did. Um, though I guess I could do League of Their Own for opening day for baseball. That'd be kind of a fun one. Probably be, I need a lot of people for that. But anyway, so fire doing, and uh, I've been making calls and emails and all that usual personal shit. And partially because I want to clean off my my plate because I'm going to be dangerously close to a social life soon. My little um, social sabbatical, my court-ordered home incarceration is almost over. As of today, uh, as of today, I've got like 36 hours left or some crazy shit like that. Uh, Maybe uh, closer to 48 hours. But the next time I record, both my legs will weigh the same. So... What does this mean? This means that I'll be able to rejoin No Applause, Just the Clap. It means because I'll be able to see Deb and Ryan, who are the other CEOs of the company, if you're just joining us on episode 206, that um, we'll be able to start really moving forward on monetizing the company with Patreon, uh, getting the kind of nuts and bolts finally tightened on the Kathy Hammond, the I Hate Kathy Hammond podcast. And let's see, what else? How about launching Fear Agents? Because I'm about two or three um, illustrations away from being comfortable for posting and launching it. Um, But if we decide to wait and want to edit some more, then that's fine. I'll just keep on trucking with the art. Um, I'll be able to touch base with Deb on what she wants to see from Fear Agents. Um, Same with Ryan or Lizzie, same person. I will also be able to see... Music girl. I haven't talked about her in a while. Uh, I had a friend who saw her and she said she misses me. Oh, she misses me. I am still working on her mix. And it hasn't been one of those mixes where it's like, oh, it took me two months because I really didn't dick around with it. Like, I've had nothing but time to dick around with a lot, obviously, based on my fire of doing the last, you know, month and uh, two and a half months. But I've got it down to almost the length of a CD. Um, which is one of the hardest parts of it because I I literally have to cut out like two, like three or four more songs and everything's getting to the point where like, it's all essential or that's what I want on it. Or that's a certain feeling I want portrayed. Um, so once I get that done, uh, which is going to be rough, I'm going to end up, you know, having to put all the songs in the order I want, which really that shouldn't take me too long. So I'm hoping to have her mix done by Friday and I'll probably give it to her. Uh, over the weekend if I see her. 
So, but uh, yeah, she misses me. We've been talking here and there. I mean, like I said, she's been busy with school and I've been busy doing everything with the network and the day job. So there you go. But dangerously close to a social life, finally. Now, this, this doesn't mean, and I'm saying this more for accountability on myself, that it doesn't mean that I'm going to start busting out partying, um, whether it be sober or not, but busting out partying and totally neglect the like hyper-focus that I've had for the network. I'm still going to be trying to do everything I'm doing, keeping on track um, in terms of getting fear uh, agent illustrations done at least one a week, um, if not two. Um, still prepping for you know the future ones. Uh, firing off emails, phone calls, blah, 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 you know, setting everything up for the network, uh, writing Kathy Hammond, working on Black Falls. I did finish uh, season four, part two yesterday using a new technique in writing called that I'm, I've been calling the Morrison predictive technique, which is using uh, purposely misspelling words horribly and then using uh, predictive text or autocorrect in Microsoft Word to make these really cool um, kind of word salad sentences. It's a lot like, I posted this on my own personal Facebook, it's a lot like uh, William Burroughs' cut-up technique, but it's on crack, and I love it, I'm addicted to it. I ended up using it in Black Falls, I ended up using it for an illustration in um, Fear Agents as well. We'll get into this funny thing, and then we'll get into the serious stuff, and then this will be done for this episode. Not that you're looking forward to it, nor am I. Awkward meetings. Um, I've been taking these therapy classes, and I think I talked about it. I knew some kid in high school that's in the same classes, and, you know, I try to reach out. It's nice having someone I know and knows me, but they don't ultimately know me, and I don't ultimately know them. We've had that kind of awkward conversation of, you got married, you leave your dick in someone. I did. Um, but, you know, and we talk about wife and kids and jobs and what do you do and, you know, what did you do this weekend? Like nothing, like very, very shallow, back to the word shallow, back to shallow platitudes um, and conversation. And I can tell that he, he's itchy. And when we take this little, like, 10-minute break, he and I both smoke, so, we, you know, we end up smoking. And I can tell that he's still a little awkward. And you know what, man? It's awkward for me, too. Like, at least I'm making the effort. I'm not asking for a Herculean effort. I'm not asking for a Russian master-esque length of dialogue um, or your complete backstory for the last almost 20 years. I'm just looking for a little give and take, you know? I found out he was thinking about moving to Alaska once he's done with all of his legal bullshit. And... Okay, why Alaska? Where in Alaska? Like, what does is the wife from Alaska? Does she just like snow? Maybe she just watched too much Northern Exposure. Maybe she loves that show. Um, I don't know. Like, I couldn't really get a whole lot out of him. And you know, and I'm not saying, and he's not. It's not that he's not a forthcoming person. He did give me some details, but it's like, if you're here just for class and you just want to get in and out of it without any personal connections, fine. I have been in moods where I've looked at people and I go out to take a break and smoke and someone follows me and I go, hey man, or lady, look, like, I'm, I'm taking a break. I don't want to talk to another human being for the next five minutes. I just want to stare at my phone, this cold mechanical thing, um, because it doesn't ask anything of me and won't talk to me uh, or uh, shit like that. 
So, I mean, if that's what he wants to do, great. But he needs to recognize that, you know, maybe it's awkward for me, too, like, asking these questions and kind of getting shut out. Like, that's, you know, doesn't make me feel great. Not that I'm going to bring this up to him, either. This is why this podcast is a sounding board for some of the crazy shit that's in my head. Like, trying to, you know, clean up after making dinner... Uh, when it's it, if I make something in the microwave and I try to race the microwave timer for my food uh, to clean up before it beeps, I don't know if anyone else does that, but I do. Sometimes it's fun. It adds a sense of immediacy and and like a game to it. Uh, can I beat the buzzer, so to speak? Lastly, because I think I've rambled on about weird shit already, I talked about touching base with Deb, and I know that sh- I may have brought it up very briefly because I didn't have a whole lot of information on it and I still really don't. Touching base with Deb, she's going through some stuff and I'm not going to get too much into that stuff. Um, I'm going to get more into how I am dealing with that stuff and reacting to that stuff, processing that stuff, because one, it is for her very personal and um, semi-privileged and I want to be considerate and not talk about anything like that without her okay or her on the show or anything like that so she's got some stuff going on some and it's some pretty heavy stuff and you know there there's been some stuff with her friends that's affecting her um that's not great and it really sucks because until 48 hours from now i can't go and see her i can't hug her and i know and yes again this is another tangible thing i gotta think about in terms of all my legal stuff and, you know, I, I can't comfort a friend, ultimately, like, truly comfort a friend physically because of my own actions. And I take accountability for that. I do. Um, but that's something else I'm going to be thinking about when I talk about those tangible rewards from not drinking and making the right choices. Um, if I ever put myself in the dumb, dumb, stupid position, uh, irresponsible position of going, Maybe I should drive drunk, which will never happen again. You know, I'll think, well, what about the money? What about the time? Um, And and what about the fact that I couldn't comfort Deb, who's one of my closest friends, in her time of need? And that's something I would never give up. It's literally, even sober right now, sober for, for almost three months, alcohol has affected a relationship in a negative way. So, I mean, it has reverberations. It has ripples. Uh, It doesn't take you know, the immediate imbibing and immediate behavior to affect a relationship. I'm getting really angry, and I want you to know, I'm not angry at you, internet and, and people listening. I'm, I'm angry at myself, you know, that, that that's what my actions have caused. But anyway, um, which, I, yeah, is part of, you know, taking accountability and, and being um, reflective about this. But it really sucks that I, I can't be there for her um, right away. We've talked on the phone. We talked for about an hour, um, yesterday. And then to cheer her up, she was asking me to draw like really funny little doodles. And I was sending her those. Um, and that, uh, that, you know, felt good just to like joke around and make these funny drawings. And, uh, it made her feel good, you know, kind of brightening up her day. So that was fun. Um, but it does suck that, you know, I can't be there for her. And that makes me sad. It makes me sad. Um, not, you know, in a, I want to drown it out kind of way. It's, it's a very easy emotion to process in that I know it's finite. Um, I'll be able to be there for her in a couple of days, 
Um, I'm going to end up seeing her, you know, in less than a week to give her some presents for her birthday, which I missed and, you know, talk to her about all this stuff, uh, all the stuff that's going on with her in person. But it, it appeared as if she were, she was trying to get her shit together. She was sick of feeling sick effectively, um, with a bunch of stuff I'm not going to get into. And, um, she was trying to really change her life for the positive and something, personal detrimentally happened and caused her to backslide and she was really upset and kind of hard on herself and when we talked I talked to her kind of off of maybe not a ledge but you know a, a wide precipice and said look look this is backsliding is going to happen it's nothing you, if you beat yourself up over it it's going to make it worse just accept that it happened and move keep moving forward keep putting a foot in front of the other, um, which is what her, you know, people around her have said. It's it's what I've said. It's what I've heard when I have that happen through, you know, therapy and like my support system. It's like, yeah, it sucks and you're going to feel bad. But if you beat yourself up for it, over it rather, uh, it's just going to make it worse and you're going to end up spiraling down as opposed to trying to continue to rise up. Yeah, it might be a climb as opposed to, a steady walking pace towards betterment, but you know any 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 movement forward. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's in inches, feet, or miles, uh, is always good. So um, that's it. That's that's the list you cannot see. What a you know abrupt end, and I'm I'm sorry for that. But you know I, I think I've I think I've said enough about all of this, and if I didn't, I'm sure you'll hear about it next week. So from Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug. And from Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been my acute mental neuroses. Thank the maker. I did not fuck up the outro as well as the intro. Good night, Internet. If you liked this, check out some of our other shows like Mr. Right, Exotic Liability, and No Applause, Just the Clap. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher. Oh, yeah.